0: Hey guys, Josh here. On this episode of Topic Topicocalypse, we're going to be doing something a little different. We are going to be sitting down and interviewing Adam Morgan of the post-hardcore band Hope's Fall. We're going to be talking about music, their new album, what goes into the writing process, craft brews, football, and all kinds of good stuff. So, without further ado, here is the interview. <laughs> what's up guys welcome back to topic the only podcast on the internet don't bother fact-checking that i am your host josh peterson and i'm joined here by my brother justin peterson what's up as well as my co-host, Daniel Nice Guy. Hey, how you doing? And we have a very special guest on the line today, Adam Morgan from Hope's Fall. How you doing, Adam?
1: Good, guys. How are y'all? Good,
0: good, good, good. good. Yeah, just hanging out here. You're on the complete other side of the country than us. We're out here in California. He's from the future.
2: From the future. Oh, uh, yeah, sure. Well, That's right, yeah.
0: <laughs> That's right. <laughs> um, all right, man. Well, You know, obviously you have, you guys, Hope's Fall has a new album coming out. Um, You know, it's been a little over 10 years since the release of Magnetic North. I know since then, uh, like, Jay did some stuff with Night It's Expire, and he was working on something called Sunflowers of Mayhem, and then you were part of a brief reunion tour with Doug. But other than that, what have you guys all been up to?
1: Um, I guess most of us, or all of us, are just kind of, you know, doing the, uh, the career thing and the family thing and, um, just getting together when we can and, um, and playing. And we've been writing this record for a a really long time, it feels like. And, um, so yeah, that's about it. I mean, I think everybody, everybody's married now. Um, I think I'm the only one with kids or a kid. So that takes up quite a bit of time between work and And just being a dad but uh yeah everybody's doing well and uh we just try to get together when we can
0: is it tough trying to balance uh like making music with with the family life and all that
1: yeah it is but um but luckily you know i've got a wife and we've all got wives that are very uh supportive of what we're doing and uh they make it a lot less painful uh, to be able to do what we're doing. So, <laughs> um,
0: well, I guess the big question here: how's how's it feel to be back making music again?
1: Oh man, it's great, especially especially for me because I've been removed since the Satellite Years record, which was what God two thousand two two thousand yeah two thousand two yeah yeah. So uh, going on sixteen years. I mean. Just to be able to get in the studio last year and and do this record with, you know, my best friends and to finally, you know, yesterday was the day that um, we were able to debut a song for everybody to hear. It was just it was super exciting and it just kind of it just kind of all came to a head and was just just really incredible to see the response so far. So it's been it's been great.
0: Yeah, that was actually, I wanted to ask you, how, how has the the feedback been on the song?
1: It has been incredible, in my opinion. Um, I think a lot of us were just kind of bracing ourselves for, there might be some hate, you know, Uh, you see a lot of bands doing this comeback thing and um, you know, even even me as a fan of other bands doing comebacks and, and stuff, I, a lot of times you're actually let down because there's um, a lot of expectation. There's a lot of, uh, you know, a lot of ideas about how you think that band should sound. And it's it's rare that, that that band meets your expectations with, you know, coming up with new material. So we were just kind of prepared to, you know, we knew some fans would, would be with us and they would enjoy it. And, you know, we just kind of thought it would be split maybe 50, 50, but honestly, the the response that we've seen is just kind of blown us away and we couldn't be more thankful. So it's been really good. Good, Good. That's, that's I, I've awesome. got to be
2: honest, since it was sent to me, um, yesterday, my, I've listened to it at least seven or eight times now. Um, so, oh, wow. <laughs> so yeah, so far the best, the best comeback song I've heard. That,
1: oh, exactly man. That. Thank you so much, dude. Thank you. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think I, from some of the things I've read, I think one of the most encouraging things is that, um, a lot of people have, have kind of said that, 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 that the hopes fall sound is still there and it's still like right on. And I, that's, that's really important to me. I've always kind of thought we've had A sound that was our own, or or identifiable, uh, you know, that you could hear that and say that still has the same vibe, you know, whether we're screaming or we're singing, or there's there's always been an aspect to the music that I thought um, a lot of the fans could identify with, and that they could hear it and they could say, yep, that sounds like their sound, and a lot of people are. Are still saying that you know that that's that's the case with this new this new uh, single that we just put out. So uh, that makes me extremely happy.
3: And was that uh, a big deal to you guys to keep the same sound and not change it up and like reinvent the wheel?
1: Uh, it, I guess it was and It wasn't because it wasn't something we consciously tried to raise. Just this when we all get together when we write, it's what comes out without even. Without even an attempt to kind of try to, oh, guys, we're you know we're we're steering off the path of our sound. We better get back on. It's never like that. It's just it is what comes out, and so it's just kind of effortless as far as that goes. So
0: yeah, it's weird with uh, with your guys' music. I always people always like say, what would you classify the genre as? And I'm like, you just got to listen to it and kind of feel it because it's not. I don't know how to classify it. You guys kind of go across like the obviously uh, overall be more like post-hardcore but you guys kind of span different types in that genre of music and it's really cool to hear
1: all right yeah thank you man yeah definitely post-hardcore I guess is the uh um the genre you I guess you know if we have to label it um you know I don't want to sit here like every band member that's ever existed in the world saying well you really can't we're doing something so different. You can't really classify <laughs> her. I mean, We're not, you know, we're not. And it's just, it, it's post hardcore, I suppose. And it's got, you know, it's got a little bit of atmospheric, spacey elements to it. It's got a tinge of, you know, a darker side and it's got melodic parts, you know, and, uh, it's just what sounds good to us. And it's why we play it. And it's what comes out when we all get together. So
0: hey, well, you're doing yeah, great, you're doing man. Good. Love I'm it.
2: Doing good. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Um, Okay, so back when The Breakup was announced in 2008, it sounded like everybody in the band was sort of uh, worn out, to say, um, between the stuff going on with the Trustkill records and alleged drama behind the scenes and seemingly always altering lineup. How did the band, like in its current form, I guess, uh, decide to come back together?
1: That's a good question. Um, Luckily... Excuse me i wasn't around uh you know for the disbanding uh you know but that you know the those guys certainly were getting worn out and the label definitely uh yeah you know, trust kill definitely had um they kind of just boiled over the pot that made you know the rest of the guys decide you know what uh, this is it you know um i know a lot of that had to come from cutting a song off the Magnetic North record without their consent, and and some other stuff that I heard. But I really don't want to get into that because it didn't really quite happen to me, so I'm not going to speak too much on that behalf. Right, but yeah, yeah for right, sure, right, absolutely, yeah. But you know, I think I think after doing it for so long, uh, you know, the guys just kind of wanted it was just time to get on with life. You know, people had started developing, uh, you know long-term relationships that, you know, we're time to go to that next level, you know, marriage. And then uh, a couple of guys started getting really, you know, good jobs and career paths that they wanted to pursue. And it, you know, it was just time to time to put your roots down and start growing up a little bit and getting on with that aspect of life. You know, we'd been chasing the, the, the dream for a while and we were young and it was a good time to do that. And, um, it was just time to move on. So, um, you know, those guys, you know, got married, they started their jobs. And then after a few years and time went by, you know, we, we, we've always remained friends and we've always, you know, except for Jay living in Chicago, the rest of us have always resided here in Charlotte, North Carolina. And we'd hang out all the time, you know, two, three of the guys, three of the guys worked at a local craft brewery together. So we were just always hanging out at the brewery, and then we decided to. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Uh, We stay hydrated at (laughs) practice. That's a good way of putting it. um, But, you know, uh, me, or I should rather say Josh, Dustin, and I uh, started a bowling league a few years ago, and we were, you know, bowling, and then we were talking. We're like, you know, why don't we why don't we get together and just jam or pull I hate that. Why did I just say jam?
3: <laughs> because you know, everyone we understands.
1: Together? Yeah, right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you know, why don't we get together and just play, you know, I, I still got my amp and you still got your drums. and You're like, yeah, let's do it. You know, I, Dustin has some idea for some songs. Josh had some ideas and we just started practicing once a week. We'd go bowl and then we'd go drink some beer and mess around with some riffs and play. And then, um, for the longest time, it was just me, Josh, and Dustin, the two guitar players. and It would just be us three in a room once a week, you know, no, no stress, just kind of chilling, drinking beer, playing, and um, we finally, we just got to a point where we had maybe like two or three songs, and um, we started thinking about the possibility of just kind of getting them recorded with a buddy who could, you know, work his way around Pro Tools and stuff and uh just so we could kind of hear back what we were doing and then maybe try to find you know a singer or something but uh so that's how it, w- it went on for years like that I mean we were just total part-time just playing just for the you know for the fun of it To again playing together again just to yeah no no grand aspirations or anything like that so um we were playing uh our buddy we had a buddy named matt benham that was playing bass with us for a little bit and um that just kind of fizzled out we kind of took a long break from playing and then um he just kind of didn't want to do it anymore so we had a couple songs we kept playing and then we went to a hum and a failure uh concert that was here in town and uh our buddy chad uh that was the bass player for satellite years was at the show he lives in Thelma, which is about 20-25 minutes down the interstate from charlotte so we don't get to see him much but we ran into him at the show and um we're like hey you want to come play bass we're playing once a week just nothing big and he's like yeah absolutely heck yeah i'll play so then we had we had the music you know we had the we had the band complete except for the vocalist and then um then josh and i flew to chicago for a shiner reunion show are you familiar with the band shiner by any means uh no really no oh man oh god it's like my favorite rock band ever okay i'm I'm gonna write Uh, this down yeah yeah shiner um so i'm sorry i'm I'm being really (laughs) long-winded oh dude no worries man yeah yeah, this is this is great (laughs) okay yeah so so we'll go back okay so we got we got the we got the instrument players intact we got two guitar players a bass player and me we got playing drums And uh, me and Josh fly to Chicago to go see the Shiner reunion show. Go ahead.
2: Real quick, though, because you said you were looking for singers. Was Jay the first pick, or were you guys just kind of like...
0: I think he's getting to that. uh, Come on. Don't (laughs) interrupt, (laughs) Justin.
1: No, no, no. no, no. That's a good question. I mean, he he was... At that point, we had heard that he was doing, uh, you know, Sunflowers of Mayhem. And he also lived in Chicago. So we were like, you know, we don't kind of wanted someone that could come into the you know the practice room with us on a weekly basis and and hammer out ideas and stuff but you know we asked a couple people and some things didn't pan out and but I I think I think we all knew deep down that it was always going to be Jay we just didn't know how or when to approach him about the idea and how we were going to do it with him being in Chicago and so when the shiner reunion show came up and it was in chicago it was kind of like you know it was a no-brainer that we're that that i was gonna go and i was like josh you want to go and he was like hell yeah so we flew out there we stayed with jay and uh we're like when we go up there let's let's fill jay out let's let's take some of these recordings that we have you know and and see if he likes it. Let's see how serious he is about Sunflowers of Mayhem and how, you know, how much steam they got going. And if he wants to take on another, you know, long distance project and whatnot, we'll just, we'll just go. We'll have a good time in Chicago for the weekend. We'll hang out with Jay and we'll see how it goes. And, uh, and he was, I mean, he was down immediately. As as we, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Had
3: that itch. <laughs> yes.
1: <laughs> so, yeah. So then we're just like, okay, well, we're just going to go back to Charlotte and keep working on music and we don't know what's going to become of this, but we would just, you know, once we get to a point where we have something recorded, we'll just send it to you and you can take your time on it in Chicago and just record ideas. And if it's cool, maybe we'll just do like a little, you know, we'll do like a little EP. We'll, we'll crowdsource some area, crowdfund some money and, maybe put a little something out, you know, and we're not going to call it hopes fall. Uh, That was, that was a huge thing. Um, None of us wanted to put the hopes fall name on it.
0: Was it like a distaste of like what happened or was it just didn't want to label, wanted to be something new?
1: Yeah. Just wanted to be something new. I I think we had kind of all just thought, let's stop dragging this name around. Let's, let's just start fresh, you know, and just do it that way, you know? And everybody was, everybody was like definitely on board with that. You know, we were having fun coming up with band names, you know, texting each other, like, what about this? What about that? And we're like, yeah, yeah, that'd be cool. That'd be awesome.
0: What are some of the crazy ones you guys came uh, up
1: with? I mean, nothing crazy. I had, uh, actually, (laughs) Josh wanted to name the band Arbiter. Oh. So, yeah. So that's, <laughs> the, that actually is turned out into the, the album name for the, uh, for the release coming up in July is, it's going to be called Arbiter, but that was originally a band name idea that we were going to use. And I wanted to use, um, something like Mono dive or something, just something kind of, I don't know. We, we were going <laughs> back and forth, but, uh, yeah, so so that was so that's where we're at there, you know, where we were at at that point. We were we had about four songs. Jay was on board, and this was guys. This was like this might have been like four or five years ago. So this, at this point,
0: this has been a long time in the making, then.
1: Yes, and uh, which is kind of embarrassing to admit that we. I mean, but we haven't. It's not like we were like a full time band, you know. It was. It was getting together for two hours, three hours a week. And half the time we'd end up just turning the amps off and we'd just be sitting there drinking and joking and laughing. (laughs) You know, so it was, there was no rush at all, you know, until, until we got four songs demoed out. And then um, at that point, Josh Brigham, the guitar player, was like, let's take, let's take these songs and let's just send them to Mike Watts, the guy that recorded a types and, and magnetic North, you know, cause Josh and Dustin and Jay still had a great, uh, you know, relationship with him from doing the past two records, you know? So they were like, let's send this up to, to Mike Watts let, and maybe he'll give us like a sweet discount, like on coming up to the studio for like a weekend and just re-recording these four songs, but like make them sound good. You know, maybe he'll cut us a, a deal. And, uh, so we all agreed. We're like, okay, take those. Yeah, let's 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 email them the, the demos, and then Mike Watts got them, and he was like, "Yo, this sounds really good. Would you mind if I showed a couple people um, these songs, and maybe we could get somebody to pay for this, and you wouldn't have to use, you know, y'all's your own money?"
0: It, like, do you consider that to be like high praise from like a producer if they like your stuff?
1: I. I felt that that was just more uh, of him just being a, a nice guy to his friends because, I mean, from from everything, I'd never met the guy or recorded with him until this past time. But Josh and Dustin and Jay had done two records with him, and I just thought, oh, uh, he's just being really nice. They're, they're all good friends, you know. And um, But we were like, you know, we, what do we have to lose? Sure, show it to whoever you want, but check it out. We all got jobs. We all got you know, wives, I got a kid, this isn't, this isn't some grand thing, you know, and if you're going to be talking to a label or somebody that might want to fund this and release it, you need to let them know straight up that we're not in our twenties. Yeah. Our, you know. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> and uh, he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, okay. I got you. And, uh, and then he, he called back probably not even a week later and was like, Hey, um, Will Putney is, um, he's the owner of, or he, you know, he's kind of in charge of this impression label from equal vision records. He's got his own kind of little deal called graphic nature, uh, graphic nature record. And, um, he's interested and, but here's the deal. He's like, it's gotta be. You know, we really like for it to be called Hope's Fall, you know. And we don't want to do just an EP. We want a whole length. And so we... Pressure's on. Yeah, yeah ex- exactly. Yeah. I was like, well, damn. You know, we can't use Arbiter anymore for band name. And, but we all, you know, we, we, we thought about it for, for weeks, it felt like. And, um, you know, we just kind of felt... we The guys had made this name for themselves through a lot of hard work, and a lot of touring, myself included back in the day. And they've built this fan base up and, you know, it, we kind of owed it to ourselves to just, you know, just go ahead and call it Hope's Fall. I mean, when you get down to it, all of us are members. We've all been on records, you know? So, seem, uh, yeah, it seems appropriate. Yeah. Yeah, so we just we just decided, you know what, let's just go for it. Let's write. We need to write six or seven more songs, but uh, I think we can do this. And then it just, it was on from then. So, so you know.
3: So speaking of uh, the writing, uh, when you guys do your writing process, does it start with like a drum beat or a couple of guitar riffs or lyrics first and then back it up with the music, or how's that go?
1: All right. Um, usually... It, it starts with uh, Josh and Dustin uh, coming in with guitar riffs, um, and then we'll just kind of play on that for a while. Yeah, lyrics are always the final thing, which was just the way we had to operate with Jay being you know, in Chicago and we, us being here. We just had to write the music. And um and then hope that he could do something with it, which which he did uh, a damn good job at. But uh yeah, that's that's how it always it would always start. Like um sometimes, you know, Dustin is the is the guitar player that, you know, is the uh proverbial spice rack, uh, you know, with the, <laughs> with the yeah, he does the leads and, you know, sprinkles the the atmosphere on it and everything. So he likes to use his you know, he'd like to use his looper a whole bunch and he would come in with ideas that were, you know, he's like, he will have the bass riff kind of down and then he'll start looping that and then he'll start doing stuff on top of that, you know, okay. and you we're, we, were like, yeah, that's cool. Let's let's work on that. But it, no one ever comes to the table with uh, like a song written like, hey, I wrote a song. Here's how it goes. It's always here's a part. Do we like this? Yes, we like that. That's cool. Okay, where could this go from here? And then it just evolves very slowly, part by part, transition by transition. You know, we like this part, we like this part. They sound like they go together. How can we get from part A to part B with a transition? You know, with a transition. And then it just slow, the song just slowly creeps down the path. So it becomes a song, you know,
0: that's cool. That's I I was always curious about that because I know like I I had read something similar with like uh, Pearl Jam uh, that I watched a documentary on them and they're saying that like they had all these riffs recorded and they sent it out to Eddie Vedder and he would just write vocals for it. So that's kind of you guys have your music laid out and then Jay does the vocal for it.
1: Yep, exactly. Yeah.
0: Oh that's 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 nice. cool. Yeah, that's yeah. really cool. Um yeah. quick question, you mentioned beer a lot. What do you have a preference like in beers?
3: Yeah, yeah oh, the yeah. microbrewery uh, that they work at.
0: Well, <laughs> Oh yeah. <laughs> obviously <laughs> that, but
1: <laughs> Yeah, the uh the place they work at is called the Old Mecklenburg Brewery. It's like a it's like a strictly German uh style oh wow uh brewery like you're not gonna find any ipas there you got got the
3: heffenweiser
0: heffenweiser yeah your wheat beers what's that is it like the wheat beers and heffenweiser's and all that
1: yeah yeah yep yep like lagers pilsners uh i'm josh could talk to you for hours about this (laughs) like yeah um but i like i love that stuff but i also really love sour beers and i've just I've worked my way up to IPAs. I've 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 hated IPAs for years, and um, uh, I'll tell you, I, I started drinking them only because there's another local brewery here that that did a. This uh, <laughs> sounds like a good place did... to live, man. <laughs> oh God, We're all dude.
2: packing up and coming. No, we'll, we'll be heading out there soon. <laughs>
1: dude, I'm t- there are there are there've got to be at least fifty breweries in Charlotte. I shit you not. Like, Jeez. yeah, it it has gone crazy like they should change the state flag to like a pitcher of beer <laughs> a couple of hops it, here and there uh tourism yeah, yeah, would go yeah, up exactly <laughs> yeah um <laughs> uh, so yeah I, I didn't like ipas for the longest time but another local brewery uh brewed a pale ale just a regular pale ale and i didn't really like those either but they they had a brilliant marketing uh scheme they had it they, they canned their beers and they always got pretty cool artwork, but they did like a Carolina Panthers esque artwork, ah. and I'm like, and I'm like a huge fan. And they released it like right at the beginning of the season, and I was like, okay, I gotta get, I gotta get that, even if <laughs> this is mine, even if, yeah, <laughs> even if I just sit there and look at it and never crack one open, it's like that's, that's great cool marketing can. Yeah, it is right. It makes you drink beer you don't like. They just need but, to. Uh,
3: they need to do a Ric Flair one now, and you'll be good.
1: <laughs> <laughs> You a big Ric Flair fan?
3: Well, kind of. You know, back in the day, <laughs> national <He's> icon. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
1: He's a gem. He's a. Uh, he's a, I, I used to ride the bus to school with his son. Uh, growing up. Which one? He lived. He li- uh, David Flair.
3: Okay.
1: He lived right down the. He lived in a different neighborhood, but it was like half a mile from my neighborhood, and uh. Yeah, well, that's dude, awesome. it was crazy. Yeah, yeah, okay. um, but. It, being a Panther fan, I, Rick Flair kind of turned his back on the team, and Uh-oh. I not Here we go. Oh, bad, bad. Got some bad blood here. <laughs> yeah. it was. Uh,
3: was it Atlanta, uh, right?
1: Oh yeah, but before that, it was um, San Francisco. It was a. Uh, I think it was the season that Kaepernick was playing. I, I think oh, so. Yes.
3: We, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: We, yeah, we met up with them in the playoffs, and if you go to a Panther game in Charlotte years ago flair was all over the like the jumbotron like Mm -hmm. you know doing the hype videos like like woo you know we gotta get up yeah yeah like get up defense you know make some noise and then brick Flair would appear on the jumbotron and do his woo and every the whole crowd would go crazy and so like that year that season we played san francisco in the playoffs and uh the team had reached out to him to come do, like a, um, like, a little motivational, you know, locker room speech or whatever. And he declined. And then you find out, like, that same week, he's in San Francisco doing a locker room hype talk to the team talking oh. about how they're gonna style y'all are him. gonna go out there and you're gonna beat the panthers and blah, blah, blah. yeah
3: you're gonna style Dude. and profile and all i guess like,
1: exactly yeah limousine riding jet, jet flying, flying.
2: Cl- cl- so <laughs> you know, classic brett Favre situation right there
1: <laughs> Yeah. so after that i was just like man screw that guy i mean <laughs>
3: he went totally I, i'm
1: a, What's that?
3: He went total bad guy on you guys.
1: Exactly. He was a heel. That's right. So he, he turned his back on us, and there is no love for him anymore. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I, I mean, we're all, well,. We're all huge football fans. Uh, Me and Josh, diehard Panther fans. Uh, Dustin, since he's originally from Kansas City, he's a Chiefs fan. And Jay, Jay's a Pittsburgh Steeler fan. Yeah, his his Twitter's always blown up with (laughs) Pittsburgh. Yeah. So... Yeah, so that so going back to the beer, you know, I had to. It was a pan, it was a panther beer. Full circle, I had to man. Drink yeah, so so I was like, you know what, Th- this isn't too bad. Maybe there's something to these pale ales. Maybe maybe I pay, IPAs aren't too bad. So it got it led me down a path of appreciating IPAs uh, a little bit more, and to the point where I like them now. So I guess thank you Panthers, or thank <laughs> you, I don't know. So. <laughs>
0: there there's one that's brewed out here that's like really good right or that i'm really into right now called modern times if you ever get a chance they have at, at bev mode and stuff i don't know if they have those out there but it's it's worth checking out if you like ipas
1: okay what percentage is it
0: uh it's 7.9
1: yeah
2: so you well you'll, if, we, if
3: you're gonna go that way you go you, ballast point where they have the watermelon dorado which
2: is 10 no, well, we got the great one, which is uh, 10 and a half at uh, Four Sons. Okay. Wayne Gretzky beer. Yeah.
3: Nice. I need to go try that. Oh, my God. 10? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah
0: that <laughs> yeah. Yeah, have. Stay home if you're yeah. going to drink that. Have, have a couple of those at a restaurant. You're going to need help getting through the parking lot. <laughs> oh, man.
1: That'll do the job. But, uh, my, my favorite thing, though, is, is bourbon, and it's just, oh. yeah, just... <laughs> Every like you know when I at night when I put my kid to sleep it's like the bottle's calling me like come I hear you there come pour come pour me out and and grab a beer and sit on the couch you deserve <laughs> this, you away. earned it today yeah. <laughs> exactly right it's
0: the siren so. song <laughs> <laughs> do you just do it on the rocks or do you do you mix with stuff
1: oh no it's straight rocks hey on. that's
0: the way to do it man
1: yeah yeah you know, I don't like watering it down. I mean I just like to sip on it, you know. I pour like a double and then grab like an IPA and then that that's all I need, you know? I'm it just puts me right where I need to be yeah. to enjoy the rest of the night and go to bed.
0: Winding <laughs> down, that's that's the way to end the night right there. Yes, sir. <laughs> um well back to the music. Uh so Aww. <laughs> Aww. I know, I know, sorry. <laughs> I don't want to take up a lot of your time here, but <laughs> Um so your your new album can you tell us anything about Arbiter?
1: Um I'm going to say that if you if you enjoyed the track that we released yesterday, the HA Wallace Space Academy uh song, I'd say expect to get a lot more of that vibe from the rest of the record. Um
3: That video is
1: trippy. Yeah, that was <laughs> th- that was really thrown together like we the label really wanted to do a visual with the song, you know, mm-hmm. and um and Jay, our you know our singer was was really helpful with coming up with a bunch of clips and ideas for um, that would kind of match his lyrics. And he he's got a he's got an unbelievable uh, just kind of vision of of the story and the the kind of the tale he's telling with this record that I. I'm bad at deciphering because he has such a unique way of of putting things into words and he's got such a unique, unique way of visualizing stuff that he um, he really came up with a video treatment all himself. And it was something we just had to do with old clips um, because it came together pretty fast and we didn't have time or probably the resources to do a proper you know, music video. Right. I was doing it. I was doing air quotes. You couldn't see me. Um, <laughs> that's okay. It works
3: well on audio medium.
1: <laughs> so yeah, that's how that came together. Um, but I think as far as the rest of the record goes, I think that, that we chose that song to be the first one that we put out because we felt that it encompassed uh, the kind of the overall vibe of the record. There are some songs on the record that are uh, a little bit more aggressive uh, vocally and, uh, riff wise, but there are some other songs that are, it's all, it's all aggressive. Uh, it's, it's a straight ripper, honestly. Like uh, we we wrote a lot of these songs, we wrote all the songs without lyrics. So when we were writing, we had to play stuff that entertained us, you know, that, that we wouldn't get bored of playing. We, we didn't have the mental fortitude and the, um, The kind of the the bigger grand scheme to write parts where the vocals could shine and the music could kind of take a back seat, you know. We just wanted to we just wanted to play stuff that was that would make us like you know feel good and that we thought rocked. So we just kind of went full throttle the whole the whole record and then threw it on Jay and Jay was able to really do his thing on it. So it is a very it's energetic it's aggressive it's dark it's melodic it's spacey and i we just we love it we think we did we're 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 proud of ourselves for what we what we got on tape so hopefully everybody else will like it
3: yeah
0: because i mean you know like you said you guys all have have families and all that so you got to balance you know your time so if you're gonna put time into another record you know you probably want to play something that you guys are all really stoked about.
1: Exactly. Well, yeah, if we're going to do anything, you know, we're going to do it the best we can and, you know, not half-ass it. So we, uh, we did it. <laughs> 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 and yeah, if you like, if you like that song, I think I, I feel good about, um, how the rest of the album will be perceived. Good.
0: Um, all right. So this is like, uh, we, you know, hopes fall fans are kind of like a divisive bunch over like what albums and what eras of your guys's music they like the best so there's like you know obviously the satellite years is something that most fans are you know agree is a masterpiece but then you have this weird like kind of divide between fans of the frailty of words and the knowings to speak of uh, days and then the a-types magnetic north days do you guys like when you write new music do you you know, try to cater to both sides or would you define this as like a new era of hopes fall?
1: Mm, That's a good question. Um, I never thought about it. Uh, so I guess, I guess, (laughs) so so I guess we didn't, uh, I I guess we didn't consciously try to appease all sides of the spectrum of hopes fall fans. We really didn't. I don't think we took that into consideration at all. Um, I like I said earlier. I think we just, or I know we just, we just played what we wanted to hear, and it's all we've ever done when we write records. Um, I think A types is when we made the the big jump, you know, from genres, and there was a little bit more effort and a little bit of a learning curve on how to construct songs in a way that other bands we liked constructed songs to kind of come up with that sound that we enjoyed that we wanted to write and we wanted to to play and kind of change the style a little bit and i and also i to be fair i i quit right before we went into the studio and the drummer that took my place had to learn all those A-type songs. He wrote two of the songs with them in the studio, but all the other, like, eight songs he had to learn in about a week or so before going and laying them down. Um, Jeez, <laughs> rush job. <laughs> yeah, right. So, um, you know, and, and that was also the first time that the band was working with an actual producer, um, you know, they had a, it was always just us with the engineer who just you know mic'd up everything and twisted the knobs and recorded everything a tights was the first record that they went in and they had a guy that was there to kind of guide and shape the songs and you know tell them maybe you cut this out and you start this part here and <clears throat> so um I don't know. Where was this all going? <laughs> <laughs> hey, know, I mean, wherever.
3: <laughs>
0: it's kind of a yes. weird question. <laughs> it,
3: it, it was basically so, you guys are having fun playing what you want to play. Yeah.
1: Exactly. Yeah. It wasn't a conscious effort to try to go, well, let's put this part in for the frailty of word fans. And then, oh, and we better do something twinkly and very bass driven here and atmospheric for the magnetic North fans and, Oh, we better scream here. So, you know, it we didn't, we didn't do that at all. We just, we just put the, put the music down and Jay used his best, you know, um, his best discrepancy to do what he needed to do vocally to get the best out of his performance and what would serve the song best. And so that's how we approached it.
0: All right. The okay, so I've actually have a second part to that question. I have you guys, um, you know, we were talking about other bands making comebacks earlier. Uh, have you, are you a fan of Under Oath at all? Oh, yes, yeah. so they're like, like they're back, and I like, I don't know if you've been seen like with in the news, like the internet's kind of hating on them for like, oh, they're swearing in their music, or and they're like, they're no longer a Christian band. I know that, like at one point when you guys started out, you were, I guess, considered a Christian band. Was there any kind of did you face anything like what they're going through right now?
1: Uh, we we faced it, but in a more face to face kind of way. Because when we when we made a conscious de- decision to um sign a trustkill instead of Tooth and Nail Records, uh, that was back in two thousand one or 2000 yeah 2001 i believe uh pre facebook instagram social media all that stuff so the good days <laughs> yeah right so if someone had a problem with it um they had to come tell us at our merch table when we came to their city you know uh we got a lot of stuff like um we got CDs brought back to the merch table because a kid bought a CD and a shirt before we started playing. And then, you know, one of us might've said shit on <laughs> on stage. And then, um, ruined. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so like after the show, like a kid, like multiple, multiple times it would happen. You know, a kid would come back and be like, yeah, I don't want this. Can I have my money back? Cause you know, are y'all, are y'all even Christian band? Anymore? <laughs> like, well, well, no, I mean, no, but does that make the music any less relevant? And um, apparently it did to them. So, you know, okay, well, oh, fair nice. enough. Here's your money. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Here's your money. Um, did that, like, transitioning into a non-Christian label, did that affect, like, your music? Because I know, like, Under kind of, I guess, per se, released one of the worst albums I've heard from them because of this new change, and they're kind of feeding off the, oh, we're not a Christian band, trying to gather new, a new fan base and everything for that, and that's what they're taking most of the heat for. Is that something right. that, it like affected your music, as in like writing and and kind of like, you know, had to prove to the world that you're not like a Christian band anymore?
1: No, I, I would say the only thing that changed was the lyrical content. Uh, but no, not at all. It's not like it's not like we lost some kind of magical power inside of us that, <laughs> right. stopped, that, that stopped us from being able to play our instruments or be creative. Yeah. Yeah. That, that,
0: yeah. That, it's such a weird, like, debate, too, because I know, um, like, Emory is another band, like, they got a podcast out there called the Bad Christian Podcast, and they're like, that's the reason a lot of people like to listen to them is because they swear and drink beer during the podcast, but they can still, like, you know, like, yeah, you can still be religious and, you know, do these things. So It's, it's such a weird thing.
1: It is. It is strange. It's like, uh, without going too deep, I don't know. That's a, uh, I just don't know if there's room for all that. I mean, I'm not saying you got to pick a side, but I mean, even, even growing up, I remembered, you know, uh, from going to church, you know, um, it's something about, you know, either, uh, either you're hot or you're cold. Uh, and if you're lukewarm, I'll spew you from my mouth. Yeah. And yeah, a lot yeah, of, you yeah. know, classic Southern Baptist type but, thing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, but then again, who am I to say they're lukewarm just because they cuss and drink and Jesus drank, you know, oh, Jesus oh, for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, if go, going by the Bible, uh, you know, the, the, you know, the, 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 the book that christians base their faith off of right and he also he also flips over tables and drives out merchants yeah church, you know and so like <laughs> you know it, you know, yes. I get I, I, I get the appeal it makes it makes people feel good about themselves to be able to hear a podcast like the bad christian podcast and I'm not slamming it at all I mean I like I like that podcast label that the that the one guy does uh from Bad Christian uh from Emory. Have you heard that one? It's the podcast all about Tooth and Nail. Oh, records,
0: he he mentioned he they they talk about it, but I haven't actually listened to it. Is it good?
1: Yeah, if you're if you if you grew up like a Tooth and Nail records kid, it's awesome.
0: Yeah, I'll have to check that um, out.
1: Yeah. So, you know, it is what it is, you know. I don't know. I I can't It's hard to relate, but um I see what they're doing and it's it probably helps a lot of people not feel so bad about themselves. People that are you know that proclaim Christianity but also feel like they can't live up to the to the rules that their church has beaten down their throats their whole lives, you know?
3: Right.
0: Um,
1: yeah. I mean, I remember I remember thinking beer was just I mean, just a ticket punch to hell yeah <laughs> you know?
3: uh-huh. there's that baptist and, yeah. again
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah so, yeah. That's, so a six that's pack would be six of them <laughs> <Just That's, yeah. laughs> the sixth ring of hell exactly <laughs> <laughs> it depends on
3: how deep you want to go
1: but yeah that's how i was raised southern baptist but um yeah i mean they they really do put the fear of god into you sometimes with some of their um expectations and rules and and stuff like that so i guess in a sense the bad christian podcast For them to say that it's okay to do certain things like that, and they're all struggling, that they all try, who ultimately, who knows if they're right or wrong? Right, right. Exactly. I mean, maybe God's looking down at them going, man, maybe God's looking at them going, oh, you silly, (laughs) you silly bastards, you (laughs) think— You think you're okay? You're, you're not. You're drinking <laughs> hell. <laughs> no, I don't
0: know. The other side so, of the coin, he's up there with the cold one, just laughing.
1: <laughs> exactly. Right. Yeah. He be like, yes, these guys get it. They finally like, are there. Who knows? That's you know that's my that's that's my answer to everything these days when it comes to religious talk. Um, it, I don't know. I just don't know. Yeah. And I've that's been. That's been my answer for twenty something years. Ever since I stopped going to church when I was eighteen. I mean, I I wouldn't call. I'm not. I'm not an atheist. I'm not. uh, I wouldn't say that. You know, I'm a Christian. I don't. God, it still feels weird to say that. It's such a weird label. (laughs) Yeah, but I mean, why? Why do we have to choose? You know, it's like. Sorry to get into this, but. no
0: no worries hey we open
1: the the, we open the bag (laughs) yeah i mean who can say they absolutely know no one that no one knows and it's um it's something i think about almost daily and it's it just no one will ever know until you're dead and then maybe you still won't know
0: (laughs) yeah yeah i mean yeah, cause yeah, I I know I've been I think about it a lot too. I, I've you know I start reading books and stuff on it just to see like what other people think. What do you think? You know, so it's, um, and you know the the swearing thing. Like I you know I grew up in a uh, Christian household and my parents sent me to private school and like I remember having a Bible teacher and she was like, you can't swear. That's like a one way ticket to hell. And I'm like. So you don't swear when you kick a coffee table? Jesus was a carpenter. He probably had coffee tables all over his house. (laughs) Probably hit his hand with a hammer.
1: (laughs) Exactly, right.
0: (laughs) Um, But yeah, so real quick, back to sports for a minute. Are you a hockey fan
3: at all?
1: Not really. I I enjoy going and seeing live games if I get the opportunity, but it's rare I watch them on the TV.
3: I don't think you consider the Carolina Hurricanes pro hockey.
1: I would. Yes you do We yeah. won a Stanley Cup yeah. Did, yeah. Oh.
2: Well, Get out of here That was back in the past Let's talk about now
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: What about How often do you Do you ever get down To the four lane and Concord Drag strip
1: Oh no, no, no. dude uh, I cannot I can't get into that <laughs> <laughs>
0: Fast cars man
1: um, Yeah First you're
3: last
0: Yeah Ricky Good old Ricky Bobby
1: <laughs> Yeah Exactly that's that was a this was a great time to film that movie in, or parts of it at least.
0: Yeah, are are you a Will Ferrell fan at all?
1: Oh, absolutely.
0: He's I'm like I've been having a love hate relationship with him. Like it's some of his movies are like really funny, but then it's the movies where he tries to take himself seriously that I just can't. I have a hard time getting into because he's like, "Do you want to be stupid? Or are you trying to be smart? What what's going on here?" It's hard to track.
1: Yeah, I know what you mean. Like, it's yeah, is he being dramatic or is he, is that, is this a weird stick that he's doing? Like, <laughs> but like, like that, I saw, I saw a movie I really enjoyed him in where he was, um, it was everything must go. Did you see that one?
2: Yeah. yeah I watched that one for a little bit. I never made it through.
0: The that was thing. the indie flick, right? Where he's, he sold all his stuff in the front yard of his house or something. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That was
1: a, that was a pretty, it, it was, I don't want to say emotional. It was, it was dramatic. It was, it was a nice, it was a nice other side of will to see. And uh I, I dug it.
0: It it was. There's another one he was in with Zoe De Chanel and he like
1: Winter Passing? Or yeah,
0: something. yeah. Did you see yeah. that one?
1: Yeah, but I that was yeah, that was that was a while ago, so I don't remember much of it. I just remember thinking his character was really weird and I didn't know like we were talking about, I didn't know whether he was being funny or being a complicated dramatic <laughs> you know, right. character
0: all i remember so. from that movie is just somebody th- putting a cat in a bag and throwing it into a river and i just like didn't sleep for three days after yeah.
1: that <laughs> oh man i forgot about that until, uh... and now he's
3: not gonna go to sleep for
0: three days yeah, Thanks, just, Josh. just yeah. thinking about it again <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: uh <laughs> did, did they do Elf after that or before that
0: that was after that was, okay that was like yeah they reunited after that and uh i when I see that movie, I always like think of like who takes a shower at their work at a department store. That Yeah, right. A little bit.
1: <laughs> exactly. They had to get some singing in there somehow, and that was the best way to do it.
0: Oh, yeah. Got to have that love story yeah. in there.
1: That's right. Uh,
0: so I, I don't, you know, I don't want to take up too much more of your time. I know it's getting late over there. But I, I do want to I have, I saw the, the Loudwire article where they're talking about, um, you know, like the top 10 bands who are influential on the the scene. I I've, I've I've always been curious what bands have had like an impact on the music that you guys make. Do you have inspirations or if influences?
1: Oh yeah, absolutely. Um obviously <laughs> um you know what I'm going to say. Hum um, um the, doing the Satellite Years with Matt Talbot um was just incredible. It was a dream come true, you know, because we've been such big fans of his band forever. Um, so definitely hum, um, uh, I know Josh and Dustin and Chad were, are, and were big fans of the Smashing Pumpkins. I'm sure that has a lot of, uh, influence in their guitar writing, um, or just approach. Um, uh, we all love Shiner, um, love, love, love Shiner. Uh, Dustin really likes, um... Me and Dustin both love, and Josh too, and I guess Chad and Jay probably. Um, Cigarose is is huge. Cigarose? Yeah. Oh my God! Don't did you just oh. form that in the phrase of a question? <laughs> no, I'm sorry. I was just like, <laughs> Oh, I, Josh, and he's going to be up on you now. There <laughs> go. Um, I grew
0: up in a very like specific like emo type of music, so I'm like it's, I'm writing these down because I want to go listen to them.
1: Oh God, dude! I listen. <laughs> I listen. I listen to Sigur every day. I shit you not. Um, but okay. They're, they're, they're Icelandic. Um, it's the most mellow music you've ever heard. So don't be thinking like, I'm going to jam some Sigur It's going to rock. Um, but it's, it's just so ethereal and just unbelievable. I, I don't know how to, it's, it's incredible. You'll just have to listen to it and tell me what you think. But, um, I think that's where Dustin. I think that's where a lot of our atmosphere kind of comes from. Uh, bands like Cigarettes or Explosions in the Sky. Um, uh, drum wise, I always kind of gravitate towards you know Hum Shiner, even though I can't even play an eighth as good as the is the drummer in Shiner, He's absolutely <laughs> incredible. Um, I and I grew up. We all grew up on uh, mid-90s, late-90s, early two thousand emo bands. I mean, like, that's my do it, Josh. that's my, my <laughs> safe place. Like like
0: my Chemical Romance and... <laughs> no. Hawthorne Heights. Hawthorne Heights. Uh,
1: no. <laughs> <laughs> who, who, who are we
0: talking about here?
1: <laughs> How old are you guys? I'm 29. 25.
0: I'm 34. I know Thrice. That's Th- a big one for me.
1: There, thrice is great. What I call them emo? No. no, but I can understand why other people would. And I'm not. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to come off like.
0: Hey, a, no, it's dude. fine, man. Uh, this is this <laughs> is a po- we insult good. each other all the time on here. We insult Josh so. all the time. Fine. <laughs> it's fine. This is par for the course.
1: <laughs> um, I guess what I what me and my friends considered emo coming up, and there's probably older dudes than me that are like, that's not emo. But you know, it's where you are in life and at a certain age. But I'm talking about uh, bands like. Mineral, Sunny Day, Real Estate, The Promise Ring, The Casket Lottery, The Appleseed Cast.
0: Okay, I've heard of uh, that the, one.
1: The Get Up Kids, who are just now releasing another album on polyvinyl. Um, Braid, have you heard Braid? Braid, no. Oh man, <laughs> I, I, and I don't say that like oh man, like I say that in like oh man, there's some there's some potential here for you to like really. Uh, have some really cool experiences with some of these, these old bands that I love that I think y'all would really dig.
0: Um, um I got them down. I'm writing them down.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, like Texas is the reason. Have you heard of them?
3: No. no. Oh
1: man. Okay. Um,
3: are these mostly but, like East coast bands?
1: No, a lot of these were Midwest bands. Little, little. Um, Texas is the reason.
3: Well, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Maybe they left Texas because so it like was the, the reason. He's asking like the
3: eastern part of Texas is <laughs> yeah.
0: what he's wondering. Yeah, Oklahoma.
1: <laughs> well, the thing is, I don't even think they were from Texas, actually. Uh,
2: see, see. Now I feel stupid. <laughs> it's called irony, Justin.
1: Uh, oh man, yeah. There's um. How about how about um? How about Pedro the Lion? I know you've heard of them, right?
3: No. <laughs> <laughs> we don't lie on this podcast, Or so no. <laughs>
1: I haven't
2: heard of all the bands you just mentioned.
1: Okay. Have you heard of Hum? Let's get back to the, the roots here. Have you heard Hum?
2: I have not heard. Of, is it Hum?
1: H-U-M.
0: Got it. Yeah. Okay. That's like... Oh, okay. It's first on the list here. We, Can, we will tonight. Yeah. yeah.
2: Can you sing a song for Can us? you hum us a tune? Oh, yeah. thank you. Yeah.
1: They, they did have one... Uh, gigantic radio single in the uh, in the nineties that you might recognize when you hear it. It's the um She Missed Her Train to Mars, she's out back counting stars. Have you not heard does that not sound familiar? That sounds
3: it sounds a little familiar.
1: Okay. Um wow okay so yeah if, I think <laughs> <laughs> I <like> the wow <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, a lot of people a lot of people pick up on that influence more than anything else when they listen to Hope's fall which is not a bad thing for us uh, as far as we're concerned um, it's I don't think it's at a point where we're ripping them off but I think people hear the uh, the tones and the the chords that kind of are hummish uh, in a way and I that's the one that we get a lot of uh, you know comparison to even though, it's still kind of completely different genres. There's a tone there that that's identifiable as hummish. Um, so yeah, I would I would say um, if y'all are digging that new song and you're and you're, you you've been a fan of the band for a while of, of Hope's Fall, then um, I, I'd feel pretty safe in saying that y'all are gonna love y'all are gonna love Hum.
0: All right. We'll, and, we'll check out. I'm I'm like I'll check it out and we'll get back to you on that.
1: <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, the albums you want to check out are You'd Prefer an Astronaut and Downward is Heavenward.
0: Okay. you Prefer an Astronaut. Downward yeah. is
1: Heavenward. Downward. Yeah, Can man. I, listen, just listen to the first song off of Downward is Heavenward, track one, and just turn it up and tell me that your freaking face didn't blow off <laughs>
0: There's high expectations now. So I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm excited. Hey, I'm
1: not scared. Yeah. I'll build it, up. yeah. Uh, it, it is a, it is a wall of sound, but not in like a stoner oh, wall. Oh. It's like a spacey thick and it's super spacey, like super spacey, super thick, very gr- awesome tones. But like with the most chill vocals you've heard. It, it's strange. It's like the heaviest band, but not hardcore metal. It's like heavy in a...
0: Like atmospheric
1: sense? Just Yeah, just a tone, wall of sound kind of way. Man, I mean, I wish I could go back and listen to that song for the first time without hearing it, just to... <laughs> I, 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 I'm envious of you guys.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm excited. I want to I hear this song now. This, this sounds like a masterpiece. Well,
1: you got you got my email and you got my number, so I fully expect a text or an email or a phone call, and I, I want to hear what you think.
0: Oh, I will. I will. Um, this is like going on my playlist r- as soon as we're finished. So, <laughs> look, awesome. Look forward to that. Um, awesome. What. <sighs> What uh what is the future like right now? What does the future look like for Hope's Fall and is there a tour planned?
1: Um there's there's some things being still worked on that I I don't I mean I'm not trying to be mysterious. I'm just I just can't say anything for sure right now. Yeah, um yeah. obviously we'd love to play some shows. It's going to be a little bit tricky just because of where we're all at in life right now whose dog is that? And could it shut the hell up? <laughs> <laughs> That'd be um, that would be Josh's.
0: <laughs> <laughs> sorry.
1: What kind of dog is it?
0: Uh, it's a pit bull lab mix. It's got a cone on because it just got fixed. It's just running into all the shit in the house everywhere. He's, oh. rock, he's rocking the cone of shame. That's
3: why he's barking his piss. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Poor guy. Yeah, just, yeah I got to watch my shins everywhere I go now.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I had a dog that had to wear one of those things and yeah, it's bad. It's You feel so bad for them. They're always running and bumping into shit. But um, (laughs) so yeah, you know, we definitely want to play some shows. We just just got to kind of sit on that for a second, and then um, and then yeah, I mean, you know, we kind of also just got to kind of wait and see what and if there is any type of demand. maybe people don't want to see us play live after the record comes out. Maybe they'll love it and they will want to see (laughs) us. Who knows? Let's let's hope. Well,
2: if you come out to Southern California, we'll we'll be there. We'll be there. There'll be at least three people there for you. (laughs) (laughs) You got us.
1: We'll put you on the guest list, too, so we'll we'll really (laughs) rake the money in. (laughs) (laughs) that.
2: I still, um, I still pay for it. Yeah. <laughs> That's when,
0: that
3: is when we buy merch. You make more money off of merch. Yeah, and if There's,
0: you yeah. if you swear on stage, I will want my money back. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, we've we've since issued a no refund policy, so you should have a luck on that. One. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's it's kind of the future is still kind of it's kind of wide open. We don't really quite know, but we're not going to write off anything either. I remember I remember doing an interview uh, like in 2011 or 12 when we did a reunion show. Uh, one of the questions, you know, he asked about it, it was a written form uh, interview. And i tried to make, you know, tried to make nice, long, drawn out answers you know that was all inclusive
0: was was that the one it's like on all mit or something like that like i was reading something it was like somebody was writing it was uh like writing a computer and you're like oh crap i don't know where the keys are
1: (laughs) oh man i don't i don't remember if that's it or not well yeah yeah who knows (laughs) i uh but uh you know i was having the you know i was like elaborating on all my answers and then a question came up you know, it was like since y'all are doing a reunion show, is there hopes for another album in the future? And I just wrote in N-O, oh and went on to the, <laughs> the next one. So that kinda taught me, you know, you can't you can't rule out anything. So as far as the future goes with hopes all, I don't know. But we're wide open to anything if it's doable and if it's if it's desired. <laughs> Yeah. and if we think we can have fun doing
0: it so yeah yeah you guys i mean it sounds like you guys are having a good time right now so i mean i guess that's eventually like with passion projects it seems like you got to stop uh doing what other people want you to do and then just start doing what you enjoy
1: exactly you nailed that
0: um all right cool man well i that kind of like covers our our questions you have any like closing thoughts for for anybody
1: uh yes Okay. this coming I'm trying to figure out how to word this the Carolina Panthers will be the next Super Bowl oh, champions oh, he you, heard it, you heard it here
2: first guys. I don't know, oh.
1: every,
0: every season I put $20 down on the Texans and they never give me any money back, so
1: that's because J.J. Watt's always getting hurt <laughs> <laughs> but he's
3: saving lives, people
1: yeah, that's right. He's raising yeah.
3: millions of dollars, of hurting his knee.
1: That doesn't win true. It, well, karma, it's coming. It's karma. <laughs> he just has to leave the
3: Texans, and it'll work.
1: <laughs> what? And y'all still got Jadavian Clowney, right? Yes, yeah. they do. Yeah, y'all are gonna be all right.
0: Know, ho- hopefully, that's what everyone says. Like at the start of every season, it's yeah. Sorry, uh, at the start of every season, everyone's like the Texans are gonna go far, and then like halfway through the season, they're in last place.
1: It, that, that's true. I have noticed that about the Texans every year. Everybody's like, "This is the year they've got a team. They're going to do it." Well, when they and say then, they're going
3: to go far, it's their their tribal mileage,
0: Travis. Yeah. You know, yeah. <laughs> sky miles, right. dude.
1: They got an England game that year.
0: Exactly. What What do you think of the Raiders? Are you? I know they're. Everyone's like talking about how they're going to go far this season, but they went, they I, went, I think
3: they the Rams are
2: going further than the Raiders. After all they these went aboos. far until Carr got hurt.
1: Yes. exactly oh that was terrible man yeah. that, they were on their way to oh yeah they were on, i thought they were gonna go win the super bowl oh. and then Carr goes down it's over i mean the did Carr, was that last year did Carr play last season or was yes. that two years no it
3: was last season last season yeah he went out and then he got hurt for a few uh weeks he stayed out and then he came back nowhere near 100 percent, and it didn't
1: work out for them that's that's right yeah that's just oh man that was such a shame
0: the uh look though on the fans of the Raiders, uh on their faces after that was just it, it made me wanna cry. Like they knew I, they I, were felt, done. I felt the small piece of me die inside just looking at them.
1: Oh, absolutely. I mean I was like, yeah, you just you envision yourself being a fan of that team and just going, My God, that would just suck so bad. Oh yeah. But how about how about Carson Wentz? I mean I mean pretty much securing his team in the playoffs only to be hurt. And then homeboy backup comes in and wins the Super for him, you know? (laughs) Right. Hey, hey, thanks Carson. We appreciate you. Hey Nick, come
3: here and take care of this for us. What do you think? He gets all
1: the credit. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I'm, I just wonder what's going on in his head when he's watching his, you know, they go to the playoffs and they win the first playoff game. Like, and he's like, what's going through his head, you know?
3: I got it mean, here. It should be me. Yeah. This
1: is yeah, mine. Exactly. Dibs. I mean, you, you know a little bit of that's got to be there. But at the same oh, yeah. time, you, you, you got to just be like – you got to be a team player and just be excited for everybody. But I, I'm having a hard time – why am I drawing a blank on the the quarterback that came in? And, Nick um, Foles. Nick Foles. That's right. Yeah. Okay. Man, what a story, dude!
0: For him, God. it was it was literally like that was like an act of fate right there. Just the right right timing for everything for him to just skyrocket to fame.
3: Especially when he was planning on retiring. Exactly right.
0: He was ready to give it up. Uh, so, yep. was, so was Brett Favre, and they ended up on the Jets. So. Uh,
2: mm, the Vikings, Vikings, Vikings. Vikings, Vikings jets, yeah. So I don't know what Vikings I was thinking. Retired. <laughs> no, he's getting ready to make uh, another comeback. Levi commercials. You know. <laughs>
1: Yeah, that was just an unbelievable season for the Eagles, man. Oh my, what a, what God. a year! I yeah. thought there for a while we were going to see a uh, uh, Jags versus like uh,
3: Bills, so We you get the Bills that did pretty decent for
1: the first. Yeah, yeah, Bills, yeah, and they had. I think they had. Did they have the Jags to thank for that? They had. They, they only... had, Yeah,
3: they had the Jags to thank for that, and they got put up by them.
1: That's right. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> man what a crazy season it was last year yeah it was
0: all right cool man well uh seriously thanks so much for talking with us it's uh this was fun it's weird that like you know we see bands and like people that we we enjoy listening to their music but we don't like consider them just to be like regular dudes so this is a good conversation thank you
1: oh dude thank you and i'm sorry if i rambled on hey no, you no this is this
0: is good this is good stuff um,
1: right on guys well thanks for having
0: me it was a lot of fun yeah man for sure and we'll uh we'll get back to you on this uh on hum on this list of on this list of music mean, here. Fans, yeah yeah
1: absolutely i can't wait <laughs>
0: uh all right cool guys this has been another episode of topic you can find this podcast on google play itunes apple podcast stitcher i'm probably forgetting a lot of stuff there but uh just tune in thank you very much uh until next time
3: Brink here from Super BS, talking about the things you know you love and the things you'd love to know. Join us weekly for a podcast about video games. Mostly. Oh, yeah. All
0: right, guys, thanks for tuning in to another episode of Topicocalypse. If you like this podcast, you can find it on Podbean, Podcast.com, iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play, and other podcasting outlets around the globe. We're also on social media on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And if you happen to be on any Apple products, we would appreciate it if you could rate and review our podcast. As for Hope's Fall, their new song is called H.A. Wallace Space Academy, and you can check it out on YouTube or Loudwire.com. And their new album is due out July 13th. If you haven't checked out any of their back catalog, I would definitely recommend doing so. And you can also find them on all the usual social media outlets. Alright guys, thanks for tuning in.